0: Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host Stephanie. I'm super excited. This is part three of my conversation with Lisa Thompson. We had such a good conversation that we talked for a really long time, and I had to break this episode up into three parts. And every part is worthwhile and meaningful and can kind of stand alone because we are talking all about reading the Bible and practical tips and encouragement and. yeah, each part is important and valuable. And I know the Holy Spirit will work through what Lisa has to share. And in this third part, she's really calling us into action, calling us into that closeness with Jesus, reading our Bible, and really asking God what our next step is, because she could tell you what her next step is and how she practically reads the Bible and what her prayer time looks like. But We all are in a different phase of life. We're in a different stage and season. So she's really encouraging us to tap into that relationship with the Holy Spirit, asking God to just really help us figure out our next step and not just leave this conversation encouraged and inspired and excited about reading the Bible, but really figuring out how can we do this? How can we take action? How can we really work on growing in closeness with the Lord through Holy Scripture. So I know you're going to love this third part of our three-part conversation, and I'm so grateful to Lisa for spending so much time talking with me, and I hope this blesses you and helps you in your walk with the Lord. Enjoy, friends. That's so helpful and freeing for, I think, me and a lot of people listening just because so often... You know, people who are maybe perfectionists or feel like um, their faith is something they need to check off a list um, in their day, and their Bible reading, like we talked about earlier in the conversation, is something that is just you know consume, consume. How much of my Bible can I read? And yes, I did a good job today. Um, I think someone struggling with that, just what you what you just said, is so just liberating to know that God is walking with us and he knows our hearts. Like he knows when we're trying to seek him. Um, I just think that's such a powerful message, especially for women and young moms. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves. And, um, I think it's just this fine line of like not putting so much pressure and guilt and shaming ourselves, but then inviting ourselves, okay, we still need to take that action to commit Mm -hmm. to five minutes of Bible reading, 10 minutes of Bible reading, maybe it gets interrupted 10 times, but we're there, we're showing up. Um, You know, it's like anything in our lives, working out, um, spending intentional time with our family, eating healthy meals, you know, all that stuff, you know, it might get interrupted, it might not look as pretty as we'd like it to look. But just that showing up part, I think, and just committing is just really powerful. It's like that commitment, but then also God gives us so much mercy and grace, which is just, you know, I think if anyone is struggling with shame, just realizing, like you said, that's not the voice of God. Like he doesn't yeah. talk to us that way. Um, he is, you know, all loving. So right. he's going to talk with us the way we talk to our children. Because he's a good father. And so I think, yeah, it's just such a good reminder to us moms and, you know, anyone listening, all the women listening, and maybe some men too. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes men listen. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) we We all need that reminder, really, that, you know, commit, yes, take that action step. I'm all about action, but also God leaves lots of room for grace and mercy because that's who he is. And that's so right. reading the Bible right. will help us learn more about that, that attribute of, of God. And so, um, is there anything you'd like to leave with the listen, you know, leave the listeners with maybe, um, a verse you want to leave them with, or just some sort of, um, action step, something that maybe calls them to a deeper relationship with Jesus. And I need it too. I mean, I think we all need that reminder to deepen our relationship with Jesus. And instead of just viewing it as another item on our list to check off, but really just that reminder to really grow in closeness with him.
1: I think, um, you know, wherever you are listening to this right now, um, you know, we we can quickly become so inspired i know that you know i listen to podcasts and read a good blog or a book or hear a sermon i can so quickly be inspired and um almost kind of leave go forgetting my next step because i just want to do it all and so i would Mm -hmm. say as you've been listening just be kind of paying attention to maybe that small voice of god that's just saying this is your next step um that you know what does that look like for you because it looks different for every person and it looks different in every season depending on your unique set of circumstances and um so i think it's a very personal conversation that you get to have with god And it's bringing that desire you have to know him and to to build your life on something that's going to last and that's going to sustain and that's going to um, build a a foundation in your home that your kids, that, that, that will reap incredible benefits for your kids and your marriage and for generations to come, right? And that's building, building your life on the word of God. And so, so what does that look like for you? What's your next step? And, um, and then also I would have some honest conversation of like, what's in the way of that right now? Um, You know, what keeps you from disciplining yourself? And, and then have you even had that, that, have you prayed that prayer where you've just been honest saying, God, I need your spirit to give me a desire to get to know you or a desire or a, a deeper hunger and thirst for righteousness right now or a deeper hunger to prioritize the spiritual benefits to being in your word because I, I don't know about you but I like I can get my workouts in I, I, I need to exercise I need to go out for a run I have no problem getting an hour in to go do a, a nice run and yet some days, five minutes with God feels like, you know, forever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what's that about? Like, Lord, what is that about? Grow my capacity to actually flip that around where I long for more time with you. And and um, because of the benefits of our time with God outweigh even what we could ever do, you know, outweigh any kind of benefit we know that to be true and so you know God doesn't need an hour of our time he could do he could. he can work in five minutes but I think we have to we have to go to him expecting that wanting that saying Lord I got five minutes today I need I need a filling of what you have for me right now And so he's not bound by time either. And so I would just be really honest about what that time is going to look like for you each day. And it doesn't need to be sitting down. It can be walking. It can be outside. It can be, you know, reading some scripture and then getting up and just going for a walk and and going, what is what are you saying through this verse I just read or this passage I just read? So Mm -hmm. I think being creative and knowing who you are and how you connect with God and allowing that to be unique and different. I think, I think back to when I was young, there was unfortunately this pressure that was put on. There was like one way to have a, we call them quiet times back then. One way to have a quiet time. And it was like, yeah, it was like an hour and you had to have like your Bible and your concordance and your dictionary and like, highlighters and pens and journals and it was like all over you know you know I mean I'm kind of exaggerating but it was like if you didn't spend that kind of time then you weren't really getting Jesus time in and I just I feel like boy that was such pressure therefore it never really happened because that just wasn't realistic for me back then as a young mom and I wish I knew what I know knew now is that God just wants to be invited into all spaces and places of our life. So a quiet time for you could be folding laundry right now and thanking God for each child's and your husband's laundry, or if you're a single mom, just the way that, you know, you get to partner with God right now in this season to raise your kids and and what are you learning in this season? And you're just talking to God and that's your quiet time with God. You know, some days it's opening your Bible and reading a passage and, and you're curious. And so you are getting your concordance and your dictionary and you're looking it up and you're deepening your understanding of that verse. But a quiet time with God can be any hour doing anything. And you're just saying, hey, God, I want to connect with you in this moment. It could be mm-hmm. worship, a worship song. It could be in your cars. Your kids are, you know, at soccer practice, um, you know, not in this season, obviously. We're, we're at home now, but I'd be asking God, as we come out of this quarantine, what can I bring into, you know, my, my new normal as we come out of this and how I interact with you? These are good conversations to have right now while you're mm-hmm. Such thinking good about questions. it. Yeah, yeah, well, actually so is making me think,
0: Lisa. I'm like, hmm, how am I yeah. using this time? I mean, I think for me, it's funny. I'm sure other young moms will relate and you might remember <laughs> that when you sit down, there's something that happens with those kiddos. It's like, oh, mom's sitting, let me go mess with her, climb on her, talk okay. to her or something. But I've noticed, and it's, you know, I love hanging out with my kids and interacting with them. But, you know, after I've given them some time, I'm like, okay, now is probably a good time to read my Bible, maybe do my journal. And I've learned that standing up um, at the counter works so much better because they can just yeah. play around me and I can actually read more of my Bible and do more journaling. And I love that you said, you know, you don't need all the fancy things because, you know, my my prayer journal is just like, you know, a regular journal, nothing fancy or pretty. And I don't have a highlighter. I just have a pen. And sometimes I underline things in the Bible. Sometimes I write them down in my journal. Right, um, right. It looks different every day. But I think for moms of little ones, like standing up, there's something funny about it, but it works. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, God yeah. will, when we're open to it, he'll show us like creative ways to have that time with him. And, you know, that time with him in this season right now is not usually silent. It's just not. Right, um, right, right, but right. But um, sometimes they play quietly in the room and then I have a little bit of quiet time. But I I like that just the freedom to remember that quiet time with God doesn't have to look one particular way and that it's tailor-made for each of us. That's That's such a good reminder because he wants to transform us. Like you said earlier, it's not like that friend next door or that other virtual friend on social media. It's like it's how he wants to meet us in That's a personal, right. deep That's way. Right. So That's thank right. you for all of your wisdom, Lisa. It's just a, such a breath of fresh air to it's chat not, with
1: you. <laughs> it's my favorite subject. And I was thinking as we wrap up just one verse to leave um, our listeners with, um, especially in this season, something that um, I have seen work out in my life many times. Um, and that is Romans eight twenty eight, And it says, and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him who have been who have been called according to his purpose and one of the things as you get to know the promises of god and you and you personally encounter god as he reveals the the um the power of these promises in your life is you can go back to times in your life like i can go back to probably six or seven different times where Romans 8, 28 became a reality where I can look back and go, God, you did bring good out of that season when my husband went through unemployment and we didn't know how we were going to, you know, make ends meet. And, and so I think for a season like this, when you, when you have put some of these, these promises into your life, and then you it, to see them be worked out you can go back and go okay God right now I'm I'm in another faith crisis where I have to believe by faith that you are going to bring good out of this sometimes in that moment that verse doesn't mean much to you cuz you're in it right you're in it mm-hmm. but you can go back and you can see the faithfulness of God again and again and again and go, Lord, how can I doubt you right now? Because you have always brought good out of that suffering, out of that season, out of that, that loss, that grief that I went through. So how can I doubt you now? And so that's what you get to look forward to, like, as you walk, as you walk more with the Lord in his truth and in his promises you see that strengthening that can happen, especially in a season like this, where you're not thwarted, you are grounded, you are faithful, and you are experiencing the joy and the hope all in one. And it doesn't make sense on the outside, but it makes sense on the inside, because that's the work that God is doing through his word in your life. And it's pretty awesome, pretty awesome. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Stephanie, for um, uh, my favorite subject to talk about. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate your
0: time. So good. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.